Welcome to the More Than a Physique podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen, online fitness coach, content creator, and competitive bodybuilder and powerlifter. In this podcast, we help you discover your inner athlete. Each episode will enhance your life as we provide you insights on all things health, fitness, and personal development. Now let's bring out your inner athlete. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the More Than a Physique podcast, where we discuss ways to ignite all areas of your life surrounding health, fitness, and becoming mentally elite. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen, certified strength and conditioning specialist, sports nutritionist, and a certified pre- and postnatal coach with the Natty Hour. Before we get into today's episode, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors, Legion and the Natty Hour. Legion is an evidence-based supplement company that takes pride in ensuring that all products are backed by peer-reviewed scientific literature and are dosed at clinically effective levels. If you've been following me long enough, you know that I'm not one to push something that I don't believe in, especially supplements. But the fact that Legion has gone to great lengths to ensure such quality products is the reason why I have partnered up with them. If you are interested in learning more, be sure to visit legionathletics.com. You will also receive 20% off your first order if you use my code Jansen, J-A-N-Z-E-N, at checkout. Further information and links are in the show notes. Also, a huge shout out to The Natty Hour, which is my online coaching business that I run with my husband, Kyle Jansen. We exist to serve the drug-free strength and fitness community, from those who embody the discipline and determination to pursue the highest level of competition naturally, to those looking to improve their overall health and lifestyle. Our athletes range from being elite bodybuilders to the new mom looking to prioritize her health amongst a hectic schedule. Be sure to visit thenattyhour.com to learn more. Thank you so much for supporting the More Than a Physique podcast. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode on your social media. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome to episode 92. In today's episode, I actually just wanted to take the time to talk about my experience with cold water immersion. The reason why I wanted to take the time to talk about this today is because there very much is a very strong opinion in the fitness industry right now where there are certain coaches and individuals, influencers who are very much for cold plunging, they take it to their grave, and they are constantly promoting and emphasizing the positive implications of cold plunging. Whereas on the opposite end of the spectrum, there is a lot of discouragement in regards to cold water immersion. So I'm very much in the middle and I see both sides of the spectrum. Therefore, I just wanted to take the time today to talk about my experience with it 
And as well too, just maybe provide some practical advice as to how the general pop can just make this decision for themselves and decide whether or not incorporating cold plunging is going to be suitable for them. And how the heck do you make these types of decisions for yourself when it is such a crowded, noisy space where you have one group telling you it's going to change your life and you need to be doing it quite regularly, where you have another group telling you it's the worst thing for you, it's gonna wreck all of your gains and you just want to avoid it at all costs. It can be very confusing for a lot of people and I really don't think that there is ever a black and white answer here. And often it's very tough for people to see that because like I said, you have one group telling you to do something, you have another group telling you to not do something and it's very confusing. And I think it can be at times not the best approach for us, myself included, fitness coaches, influencers, whatever you wanna call us, it's not always best to speak in absolutes. Just because we read something in the research doesn't mean that we should avoid that thing at all costs. Just because somebody had a life-changing experience with something doesn't mean that that is going to be the case for everybody. There's a lot of nuances and it's very tough and challenging for evidence-based coaches to actually provide the uh, full realm of those nuances in a Instagram post because you only have so much space available. You only have so much of people's attention before people start to lose interest and they just want to know the answer where the answer is always going to be it depends. It depends on the individual. It depends on the person's lifestyle. It depends on what the person is trying to accomplish. So like I said, today, I just want to take some time to talk about my experience with it and then hopefully provide you with some practical insight as to how you can make a decision for yourself and decide if it's going to be a suitable intervention for you or if it's gonna be something that is not worth your time and energy, and then you don't have to move forward being consumed and confused by all of the conflicting content on social media. So first and foremost, my experience with cold plunging. I've done it before. I have gone to various spas that have cold plunging experiences, and initially, I actually really enjoyed it. And it wasn't more so from a physiological standpoint or a recovery standpoint or anything like that. I really enjoyed the psychological aspects of it because you really take yourself to a place where you don't know that you are capable of. And that's even why I love the sport of bodybuilding. You set up these restrictions of yourself in your mind when you go to do a challenging task. And then when you overcome those restrictions that you place on yourself and you over exceed your original expectations, it's an amazing feeling. And I really do think that that is how people grow as individuals. You kind of have to seek to put yourself into uncomfortable positions in order to become stronger. So for me, cold plunging is kind of a way to put a deposit into what I like to call the mental resilience bank. 
mental resilience bank is where you just seek to find uncomfortable situations so that way you can overcome them. And the more you put yourself through those psychological obstacles, that is how your brain and your mindset get stronger. For those who listen to David Goggins, another analogy that he uses quite regularly is callousing the mind, right? We all have calluses on our hands from lifting weights. We all know that in the beginning when we lifted weights, our hands were really weak and it was really tough to actually grip and hold on to a barbell for a significant period of time. But as you build up those calluses and that strength in your hands, it becomes a lot easier to hold heavier weights for extended periods of time. Callousing your mind is very much the same thing where you do need to seek those uncomfortable obstacles in order to strengthen your mind. You know, going to work each day, coming home and binging on Netflix is the opposite of callousing the mind. We're not putting ourselves into uncomfortable positions so that way we can improve our mindset and our mental resilience. So for me, there's very much a psychological aspect to cold plunging where initially you you get into the cold pool and you think like, holy cow, I got five seconds left and then I'm out of here. But then you start to ignore that voice in your head and you say to yourself, I got five more seconds, just another five seconds. And then you stop counting and you start paying attention to your breathing. And before you know it, a minute has passed by. Last year, when uh, Kyle and I went to the uh, Scandinavia Spa in Whistler, we did the cold plunging there. And it was actually a really cool experience during our final immersion, if you will, where I had like 60 seconds and I'm like, okay, I'm done. We're like wrapping up for the day and I was done. And Kyle like locked eyes with me and he just looked at me. He's like, no, you're not. And we just like locked eyes and we stayed in there for another two minutes it was such a cool experience where i was able to stay in there way longer than i originally anticipated and by somebody just you know forcing you to just channel that inner strength that you don't know that you have it's a pretty cool accomplishment it's a pretty cool experience so because of that i understand the hype that people say when they make specific claims that it has changed their life. Now, like I said previously, that's not gonna be the case for everybody. Other people, they may not find that inner strength when they're doing a cold plunge and they may need to do something else like going for a run or going for a hike. Whatever the case may be, there are other ways that you can look at making those mental resilience deposits, which I encourage everybody to try to see what is the best course of action for them to make their own mental resilience deposits. It doesn't have to be cold plunging, but for me, I definitely have found that to be the case. So like I said, I get it. I understand the hype from that side of things. But most recently, actually, I have been dealing with a lot of shoulder pain during my menstrual cycle. My doctor thinks that it might be endometriosis. I'm still undiagnosed at this point and don't know if that is actually what it is. But consistently since August, it's now March, every single time during that time of the month, my shoulder flares up where the pain feels extremely unbearable and I'm having to rely on anti-inflammatories, which is very frustrating. It would be nice to uh, holistically try to figure out what I can do to eliminate the pain naturally. And I haven't figured that out yet. So 
I reached a point this past week here, and this episode will probably be live a few weeks later. So it was the beginning of March where, of course, the flare-up happened again. And I was so desperate to the point where I'm like, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to give cold plunging a try. It doesn't hurt. Let's try to experiment with this just to see what implications and what effects it's going to have on me and the inflammation that I'm dealing with right now. So I only went for one session and instantly within that session, the pain went away and that was to be expected, right? However, you know, I'm smart enough to understand that one session isn't going to magically cure my shoulder pain and uh, the shoulder pain is gone now but that's also because my period is gone as well so it's hard to say if it was due to the cold water immersion or it was just a timing issue so this is something that i'm going to continue to experiment with i'll uh try to keep everybody updated on my instagram so if you don't follow me there make sure you do it's at kristen.jansen k-r-y-s-t-e-n.j-a-n-z-e-n And uh, over the next few months here, I'll try to do a good job of documenting my experience and seeing if I have found any differences with uh, doing the cold water immersions during that time of the month consistently and whether or not it has helped with my inflammation or not. That's the biggest reason why for right now, I plan on continuing to do it. Now, on the opposite end of the spectrum, there is some research that does show that what is being claimed for cold plunging on social media really isn't the case. And there's a lot of confusion surrounding that. So I think the uh, biggest reasons why people are incorporating cold plunging right now is because it has been shown to mitigate muscle soreness. And that is in the literature that very much has been showcased in the research right now. And because of that, people are focusing on incorporating it as an attempt to reduce muscle soreness. However, we have to look at other markers as well too. Just because there is research that shows that it does reduce muscle soreness, there's also research that shows that it doesn't improve our performance with our training. So we have to remember that when we are incorporating a recovery modality, the purpose of that recovery modality is so that way we can improve our performance. So, as a way to promote recovery, reducing muscle soreness is very much a small component of that. There are other things that we want to maybe prioritize beforehand, before we think that it's a good idea for us to just jump into the cold pool and think that it's gonna solve all of our problems when it comes to our training. And I know not a lot of people wanna hear this, but this very much is the case where If we want to truly promote better recovery so we perform better with our training, it is imperative that we take into consideration our nutrition, our sleep, and our stress management. Those things alone are way more important than reducing muscle soreness, especially because like I previously mentioned, the whole point of recovering is to enhance our performance. And if cold plunging as of right now, it's not being shown to enhance our performance, therefore we need to maybe take into consideration these other markers first and foremost. So that's the thing that I think a lot of people are missing when they are making that decision for themselves, whether or not they want to include cold plunging into their routine. 
If your sleep is shit, cold plunging is not gonna solve all of your problems. So taking that time to make sure you are promoting healthy sleep hygiene, you are promoting a healthy, balanced, nutrient-dense diet, high-protein diet, and as well too that you are incorporating an adequate amount of volume with your training, you're not overdoing it, and you're able to perform better with your training, those things need to really be taken into consideration and they really need to be taken seriously before even thinking about including a cold water immersion. If those things are in check and you find that recovery and muscle soreness is still an issue and you can objectively say to yourself that those things are in check, then to be honest with you, cold plunging, it's not a bad idea. It's okay to consider incorporating that into your recovery modality. However, again, we want to now take into consideration what your goals are because there is some research that shows that consistent cold plunging can blunt muscle growth and it can blunt strength performance to some degree. So if your goal is to just maximize the amount of muscle on your frame as best as possible, then you know what? You might want to take into consideration that incorporating a cold plunge might not be a good idea. Maybe look into other modalities such as self-massage, even visiting an RMT, even doing some foam rolling each night to just increase your blood flow to the area that you're trying to recover. There are other things that you can look at doing as well. However, I'm saying that word a lot here because there is so much nuance with this. It's not a black and white answer here. So because of that, for those who know me, going back to my own personal experience with the matter, for those who know me, I have spent over a decade trying to maximize my muscle growth. I grew up being a very small individual and my body just doesn't like to hold a whole heck of a lot of muscle. So I've spent a significant amount of time ensuring that I have been able to maximize every ounce of muscle growth that my body is capable of. It is still my goal. So some of you might be asking, well, Kristen, then why are you incorporating cold plunges as a form of recovery if you want to maximize your muscle growth. And the reason is because the frequency at which I'm going to incorporate cold plunging is gonna yield such a trivial effect on potential hypertrophy attenuation that I'm okay with assuming that risk. So what I mean by that is I'm not gonna be cold plunging every single week. I'm not gonna be doing it multiple times every single week. I'm honestly probably gonna do it two to three times a month. If that, like maybe one to two times a month during that time of the month that I am incorporating this modality, it's such a small amount that the likelihood of it actually yielding significant muscle growth impairment that it's not gonna be noticeable. It's gonna be so trivial, it may not even exist. So because of how little I plan on incorporating cold plunging for myself, I'm okay with assuming that risk. However, if that isn't the case for you, there's nothing wrong with that. So that's why it is just so important to take a step back and ask yourself, what are you trying to accomplish? What risks are you okay assuming for yourself? And what are your short-term and long-term goals? 
I am desperate enough right now that I am willing to give this a try to see if it helps with my shoulder inflammation. And if it does, I'm okay sacrificing a little bit of muscle growth if it is going to help. If it doesn't help, like I'm only gonna try this for like two to three months and if it doesn't help, then you know what? I'm gonna stop doing it. There's no reason for me to consistently do this anymore. And I will find other ways to make deposits into my mental resilience bank. But for right now, I'm okay with sacrificing a little bit of muscle if it is going to alleviate this lovely shoulder pain that I have been dealing with because it is very much unbearable. So for me and my situation, that is how I have made those decisions for myself. So that's just scratching the surface level as to the benefits and the drawbacks with cold water immersions. I just wanted to take some time today to hopefully shed some light based off of my experience and hopefully by me just kind of talking out my deciding factors and making this decision for myself, it will allow you to take a step back and objectively analyze and make that decision for yourself. So some final considerations before we wrap up this episode is you have to kind of ask yourself as well too, the practicality of it. You know, it's a lot of work. You have to go to a spa. I mean, if you want to get your own cold plunge into your house, that's extremely expensive. Even to go to the spa to get it done regularly, it's still expensive within itself. So is it practical for you? Is that something that is gonna be easy for you to adhere to? Those are other considerations that you need to ask yourself when you're weighing out the pros and cons and making those decisions for yourself. So like I said, I think it's just really important to take a step back to make sure that your sleep, your stress, your nutrition, and training volume are all in check. If they are, you need to ask yourself what are your performance and aesthetics related goals. If you're okay with sacrificing those goals because you need to incorporate cold water immersions frequently, then you need to ask yourself if you're okay with assuming that risk. If you're not okay with that, then it's important to explore other modalities for your recovery if it's needed, if you have found that everything else, like I said previously, are in check. So taking all of those things into consideration is extremely important, but at the end of the day, overall, really just take the time here, my friends, to make this decision for yourself. Just because somebody online says you should do it, that doesn't mean that you should. And just because somebody online says that you shouldn't do it, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't. There are so many considerations that are very tough and challenging for people to just lay out in a small social media post, and it's never gonna be perfectly curated to fit your situation. So it's your responsibility to take it upon yourself, weigh out the pros and cons, and make sure that you're making the right decision based off of what you need as an individual. And if you make the wrong decision, it's gonna be okay. That's how we learn, going through the trial and errors like this. Don't be afraid to try something new. And if you find out that it doesn't work for you, at least you know and you can come to your own informed decision of the matter versus just you know relying on what other people are saying and never experiencing anything for yourself. That's the biggest thing that I myself in the past have felt conflicted with. I'm very much a part of the evidence-based community where if we do look at the research, Based off of my goals, cold plunging probably isn't in line with my goals, but I'm also a practitioner as well. I'm okay with experimenting for myself to come to my own informed decision. 
And that way I can just decide what's gonna be best for me based off of my own research for myself versus just relying on what the evidence says as of right now. Because as we have all seen, science is always evolving and conclusions and research is constantly changing. So there's no shame and there's nothing wrong with taking matters into your own hands and doing your own experimentation and coming up with your own conclusions. All right, team, that about wraps up today's episode. I really do hope that you found it helpful. If you did, as a thank you to me, do me a huge favor. Be sure to share this episode on your social media. And as well too, if you haven't already, please take just 60 seconds here, leave the podcast a five-star review. Regardless, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music, it really means the world to me. It's what allows the episodes to grow and that way we can help and reach more people. Thank you all so much for hanging out with me today. I look forward to chatting with you all again very soon, but until then, go out there, strive for more, be more, and ignite your inner athlete.